Hi, you're listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life with me, your host, Mimi Novik. I'm so happy and thrilled to have you here with me. I have created this series for all of us so we can change our world together and live a more holistic and balanced life. Together, we will share lots of inspiring stories from all walks of life, speak with leading experts, enjoy healthy living ideas, explore music and subjects that inspire each other to always have hope. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of you. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Secrets for an Inspirational Life. How are you all today? I hope that you are well and peaceful wherever you are on this planet. Now, I was having a lot of conversations actually recently with people and we were saying about a really interesting subject which all of us, I think, have felt in our life at some point, and that is, how do we really find out who we are as people? And it may seem a strange thing to ask, but so many of us in our life ask this question, who are we? What are we meant to be doing? Where are we meant to be going? And I think the common consensus is that It's a journey. Life is a journey of discovery. And we have to accept ourselves in our entirety and our truth. How do we do that? Well, first we start with what gives us peace and serenity. What lights that flame of passion for life? And that's something that we can find along the way, whether that's the people that we meet, the things that we do. And we have to be open, I believe, to truly having a look at life with open eyes, with an open heart and with an open soul and not to be too harsh on ourselves and to look at it as really a road of discovery. And that's why today I have an incredible guest. I have the real pleasure of having the extremely wise and talented Demetrius Raftopoulos. I've been practicing this name, I have to say, and he's going to correct it. I'm saying this about everyone. I don't know what's happened to me recently. And he's an actor, a filmmaker, a psychotherapist and a relationship expert. Dimitri runs dating and relationship boot camps, as well as doing one-to-one coaching. He is the founder of The Fierce Feminine and The True Masculine. He's going to tell us all about that a little bit later. Dimitri is also a psychotherapist who works with a wide range of emotional and psychological challenges, helping individuals and couples of all ages find themselves, their true selves. And amongst all the things that he does, he's involved in social change through his films, because he's also a filmmaker. 
He's in the middle of writing a book. So many wonderful things that he does and he's going to share with us today. And I'm really, really happy to have him on the show. So without further ado, welcome, Dimitri. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Mimi. It's a pleasure, uh, a real pleasure. Yeah, um, great to be here and uh, to share um, all the wonderful things that you said that I'm doing. It's, uh, it's great. Once, you know, when you hear them all read out, you think, wow, I'm a very busy man. <laughs> yes. As I was reading it, actually, I thought, well, I know you've told me lots of other things and I know you do lots of other things. Um, yeah. And I thought, well, no, I'm not going to put oh, wow. it all. Otherwise, that... Am I doing all that? <laughs> <laughs> but you are doing incredible things, I have to say, Dimitri. So well, yeah. You're going to best, share that, yeah. aren't you? You're going to share today um, yes, a little I'm, I'm bit about talk, your story. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to talk about how I actually um, uh, started, how I, how I became open and aware to what you know my mission is. You know what what I what I'm here to do. And uh, you talked about people finding how important it is people to find what that is. And um, I realized that my work would be around, you know, when I was training as a psychotherapist. Um, even before then, I was very interested in relationships, you know. Uh, how do people get together? Why do they get together? Um, the, the whole courting, dating, you know, how mm -hmm. that works, the difference between men and women. Um, and um, I was, that kind of drew me into psychology. I did honors in psychology as well. And then I, I went on to do a, a lovely seven-year psychotherapy training, which was um, fantastic. It was grueling. But I really then was able to understand at a much deeper level uh, what makes us tick. Um, because, uh, you know, I love, like you said before, I love observing people as well, you know. Mm. I think to be a therapist, uh, I think it's a good it's a good quality to have, you know, sitting in the coffee shop, watching people. Yeah. So People watching. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, One I'm of my favourite pastimes, I have to say. <laughs> oh, there's nothing like sitting yeah. and, you know, and uh, someone's uh, just watching people go by. So that really took me into, um, you know, what what is going on? And I think the one thing that I spotted, um, something I saw when, when I was still living in Greece, was how uh, men and women would go to, to bars, restaurants, or they'd go to, say, a bar, for example, mm. and they'd you'd see a lot of single people um, around. But what I noticed there, the men were not approaching the women, you know. Uh, there was this interesting, so I, I wondered, that's interesting uh, in terms of communication skills and what's going on there. And then coming to London, um, you know, the guys couldn't stop chatting to enough women at the bar. So just these differences, you know, in mm. cultures. And um, But what what happened one day, I was kind of, I was meditating. And, um, and after having worked with a lot of, a lot of my clients, uh, doing one-to-one -one sessions, uh, I had a lot of women coming to me, um, career-minded women, uh, intelligent women, um, beautiful personalities, lovely women, you know, and um, they all had trouble uh, in finding the right guy. There was this thing about, you know, I've, I've done everything I was supposed to do. I've, I've studied, I've gone to university, I'm in a great job, you know, I, I, I work out, I exercise, you know. Um, and these women, they looked good. They were good-looking women. And I was like, and, and but there was something getting in the way of them finding the man of their dreams. Uh, so I started looking into that. 
I started researching and uh, I read a lot of books and um, I realized that the reading, the reason that a lot of women were not with the man they wanted to be um, was because somehow they were letting the man take the lead emotionally and they were expecting the man to know things about relationships that they they don't know. You know, so they were giving the man the benefit of a doubt. You know, it's, they were waiting for, I call for Prince Charming, you know. Um, I know a lot of people like that, actually. You do? Right, okay. Yes. Yeah. You yes. can help a lot so, of my friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I hope I do. I'm, yes. Yeah. A nice so, and shiny armor, really. Yes. Mm. And then they would say, I met, and then some of them would meet this amazing guy, and they would say, he's amazing, and he's, and he's take, taking me out, and we're having a great time. And then as they would get to the next stage, you know, because relationships have these different stages, you know, I said there's about six stages in a relationship to get to a place where you're, you're really coupled and, and loved up and living together and deciding you want to go down the road of kids or marriage or, or not marriage mm-hmm. and kids. Uh, and as they would get to the next stage of the relationship, um, where a more emotional, um, way of relating was needed, uh, a lot of these guys were struggling and, and uh, the women themselves didn't quite know how to to deal with that, how to bring that up, how to, or they would, some, some would see it, but then they'd be afraid to challenge the guy about that. Uh, a lot of the men would just go, I'm not doing that, what's that? Why do we need to do emotions? You know? So all this stuff was coming up. So seeing that and working with it, I kind of came to the realization that um, my work is based on the fact that relationships only work when women are leading emotionally. That's, um, yeah, so... And what does that mean, actually, Dimitri? Well, that means is that um, you have to um, take the lead in observing the man that you have met and um, and try and it's, it's not it's not easy to do but you know because if there's attraction you're going to be attracted to him he might be quite charming as a lot of these prince charming men are you know he's going to be quite seductive he wants to you know a man initially wants to be with you he wants to you know he wants to get you he wants to you know win you over as I say mm. so he's going to be doing all his stuff and and and, and throwing all this charm and and, and you know, at you, and so what you have to be able to do, develop the skill as a woman, is how do you feel that? Go, wow, this is great. This guy's so attractive, but also hang on. How emotionally competent is he? What's he mm. like with his feelings? Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. So that's how, how do you do that? How do you hold back and go? Well, hang on, this is great. It's great that you're so you're so interested in me and so into me and you want me and you're attracted to me mm. and you desire me because I think every woman wants to be desired. Um, but what are you like when it comes to feelings? Because if we don't look at that, how are we going to go on to the next stage of the relationship? How are we going to bond? Yeah, right. How, 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 yeah. Mm. Now, um, so maybe. Sorry, I want to ask yeah. you going back a little bit. Yes. Maybe it would be helpful if, Dimitri, you could share these six stages or just um, touch upon them of the six stages of a relationship. Right. So 
that might be helpful. Stage one, um, you meet somebody, mm-hmm. yeah, and you you like their energy, have a good feel about them. Mm-hmm. Um, the conversation flows. You're also attracted to each other sexually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go with that. You start dating, uh, and you start getting to know each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of step one. Uh, step two, you decide you, you, you've kind of, you, you say so, so in step one, you still kind of, you know, you're going, well, does this guy really want to be with me? Because we know that in the beginning, when it comes to heterosexual relationships, you know, men in the beginning are very much testosterone driven, you know, and, uh, it's difficult for them to control that. And they, they, they want to get you into bed, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they want to have sex with you, yeah? And, so you decide then, do, do I do I allow that to happen? Because if I allow that to happen, it creates a sexual intimacy. And if the emotional intimacy isn't quite there, that could be overwhelming for, for some women, yeah? yeah. Um, so, so stage one, getting to know the guy, uh, feeling the energy, deciding, okay, I'm going to go into the next phase. Stage two, I then allow myself to be physically intimate with the guy. Uh, and because I've decided he's a guy that's gonna, he wants to be with me. So in the first stage, I've kind of decided, yes, he wants to be with me. I get that he's there, he's there for a relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. Second stage, you know, I, I get physically intimate, we together. Um, third stage, you know, we're seeing each other, um, on a regular basis. We're physically intimate. We're getting close. We're starting to get to know each other. We're opening ourselves up to each other, you know, we're connecting on a deeper level. Uh, you want to see in that phase, um, is he, you know, is he opening up? Is, is he able to talk about his feelings, talk about his past experiences? Does he have that awareness? Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's all there. We go on to the next stage where we decide, okay, maybe, you know, we've been seeing each other for a while. We, we you know, I don't know, a year year and a half, maybe more, and we now want to want to live together. So then we decide to live together. Uh, and then that's another stage that other things will come up, living in close proximity, the space, mm. um, how, how compatible are we? If we see that's all good, that's all going well, then we can, you know, then a couple can go on to deciding, okay, this works, we're compatible. Why don't we think about having kids if they want to have kids, you know, mm-hmm. have kids. Some couples then get married or not. So those are the basic stages. I've, I've, I've labeled them as sex, you know, it's, it's so, so, you know, my clients can have a, a way of understanding that yeah. this is going to go somewhere. And, uh, you know, in case in the case of a woman, if you want to meet a guy and you want to go to all those stages, you want to get to the final stage and you've got to be thinking about that kind of, not straight away, but you want to be thinking about, is this guy going to match up to that? Can he do all that? Yes. Now, the issue is that I found um, yeah. clients of mine, but also friends and that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one particular friend and oh. she's always stuck at stage two. So once oh. she's had the intimacy with somebody, mm-hmm. they don't want to know. Or she doesn't want to know. So it begins with 
well, actually, I like you and we like uh. each other. But then they never move from that stage because they find, she finds that the men are actually emotionally, she calls them unavailable. And she also is unavailable. So right. what is that, Dimitri, that pe so many people seem, I don't know what your experience is, but so many people are stuck in that second stage? Yes, um, that's a great question. So this is why, uh, as I developed the workshops, um, mm. I started realizing that conditioning, uh, our conditioning, you know, our programming, um, what we've experienced um, in our childhood, you know, and also um, it can be family conditioning. Uh, I've labeled it into three categories mm -hmm. uh, to make it easier. So it's, we, we, you know, we, we go through our family conditioning, we go through cultural conditioning, and we go through social conditioning, how we socialize, you know. So, you know, on day one of the workshop, that's what I do. You know, we, we look at that, we go through that, and I allow women to talk about their conditioning and understand how has that conditioning created blocks inside them, emotional blocks, that stops them from being able to stay in an intimate space. Because what is intimacy, emotional intimacy? It's about being able to be vulnerable, isn't it? It's about being able yeah. to be with someone in a space where you receive something good, you receive good energy from them and you share good energy, yeah? It's mm -hmm. about holding each other in a container, right? Yeah. Um, and usually I find it links back to that, you know? It links back to to early, early wounding, um, that the person is not usually aware of. This is the thing. So what will happen is that the minute, like your friend, for example, she does stage one, she's great, she gets to stage two, there's physical intimacy, they're intimate, and then, you know, the the kind of honeymoon period maybe has gone, you know, the, the, the initial period of dating and that fun, and, you know, go out, it's great, and then suddenly it's just, they settle into, okay, now it's the two of us, you know? Now we've got to kind of get to know each other. Now we've got to be with each other. So if there's early stuff, early wounding around that, in those three categories that I mentioned, then it's, it's what it'll do is if you're not aware of it, mm. it's, it's going to come up. It'll disguise itself in fear. Um, and there'll be a shutting down. And then it, and then, and then the, the two people will just separate because they, they can't quite be in that. Yes, the shutting down. Because what she does yeah. is yeah. she'll say, he doesn't ring me, he doesn't call me at the times right. that I want him to, and he doesn't do what right. I want him to do, so I am now kicking him away from me. And every single person, she does that to mm -hmm. And I said, well, why don't you just, you know, forgive them and work past that? I don't want to because he has to prove it to me. And she won't give this chance for it to happen. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, uh, does, does she speak to the guy? Does she, does she tell him how, he's, how she's feeling? Does she say, I feel this way, I don't feel your, you know, um, that would be, you know, like, yes, and give the guy a chance? Or does she just, like you say, is it that she sees things, uh, doesn't like them, um, and then waits until he's done them a few times and then just kicks him out. Is that what you're saying? Yes, she does try to talk to them. But the interesting oh, she does, yeah. she does. But the, the thing is, mm. 
it's like two chances and you're out. And I think it's unreasonable. But what's interesting is, because mm. I know you're going to talk about the fierce feminine also. Yeah. Is yeah. that yeah. she didn't, up until about mm. a month ago, accept her femininity. And right. suddenly she's now dressing up to go to work. She's dressing like a lady. And... Something has changed about her. And she said, do you know what, I am going to now be a lady. I said, but you're a lady anyway. She said, well, yes, but I wasn't acting like a lady. And it's time that I acted like a lady. And now I'm going to find a real man and just not, you know, these people that are just not, you know, up to the mark. And I found that interesting. So when you're going to... That is interesting, yeah. Yes, your fierce feminine... I thought, I wonder, you know, then I wondered, is that really about really accepting who you are as a woman? That that's the issue in all of it, because she was really not accepting that at all. She just wanted to be one of the lads and, you know, and fit in, but was afraid of her femininity is what she said to me. Well, it's very interesting. Yeah, that, that is very interesting. Yeah. And, you know, I think, um, I understand when women say they're afraid of their feminine, femininity or their feminine side because, you know, the feminine side, you'll agree with me, is the softer side, isn't yes. it? Yes. You know, so it's much easier, uh, it's much safer, let's put it this way. And, you know, we, for a woman in our society to be in a guarded position, isn't it? To be like, yeah, more in a, you know, in a, you know, in a, in a fiercer kind of guarded, uh, position, I'm not going to let you in because you might hurt me, you know. And also, we know what women have been, have been through throughout the ages. I mean, we don't have to go into that. We know how much, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, so, so I, that's beautiful what she said, you know, that she's actually scared of a feminine because here's the thing, you know, and this is, this is so important that a woman cannot allow, will not and will not allow herself to be in her softer feminine side. Unless she feels that she can, that she can be fierce. So, unless she has strong, has developed strong enough boundaries to protect herself, it's going to be difficult to slip into the softer feminine. Because remember, the softer feminine is the more sensual side, it's the more inviting side, you know. It's very powerful, that energy. Also, you know, when I, when I, when I work with women and they go into their feminine side, into their sensual side, after they've done the more fierce boundaried work, you know, the men run after them. It's like, it's, it's such a beautiful energy, you know, that it's so powerful, so attractive. So I get when your friend says that I'm scared. Um, because she's taking a risk, you know, it's, 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 it's beautiful. So, it's about being able to, it's developing the fierce side, the assertive, where the minute you allow yourself as a woman to slip into your softer, sexual, flirty, you know, side, that if a guy does, um, you know, if he gets, if he gets too excited, men get so excited, you know, and he starts getting into your space, you know, and he's not bounded enough, you can then go from the soft feminine into the fierce and go, and into the fierce assertive and go, hey, Buster, relax, what's <laughs> up? You're getting a bit crazy. <laughs> I know, I know, I know I'm gorgeous, but just take it easy, you know, <laughs> sit back uh, a bit. Like you know, the lioness, isn't it, Dimitri, with the lion? Yes, exactly, exactly, mm. exactly. I mean, it's funny you mentioned the lioness because um, there is a, a beautiful 
video on um, on YouTube that I always play in my workshops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there's there's this woman that does similar work to me. She does a lot of she does she's done a TED talk about the fierce feminine. Uh, I'll send that to you. And actually, yes, she yes. says that that when you go, you know, if there's a if there's a tribe of lion, if there's a lioness with her cubs, right, mm. and you walk just in the perimeter of where she feels it's threatening, she just she she, she might just let out a little sound, yeah. Mm. And you know you got to get out of it. Because <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, you're going to be in, you know, she uses the hyenas, I think. Yeah, the hyenas, same yeah. thing. I mean, you know, and, and, and she says that, that, that you know, if she will give you the signal. Yeah. And you will know, get out of it fast. Yeah? yeah. And it's that kind of thing. That's what we do on the, that's what we do a lot on the workshop is how to find that balance, you know, so that, that, I, as a woman, can protect myself. I don't need a man to protect me, you know. It'd be nice to meet a man who can protect me. Yes. But here's the thing. I give the man the okay to protect me. I'll allow him. I say, okay, you have earned the right to be my protector. But that's, also well, that's very gallant, isn't it? Like a, yeah, yeah. I yeah. will let you in. You know, it's like a moat. Like, I suppose... <laughs> You know, like a castle. It is like a moat. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll let the drawbridge down and you may come across. Type yeah. Of, thing. of course. It's very elegant, yeah. isn't it, in its beauty? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I allow you to come in and protect me because, you you know, you're physically stronger and that's great. Mm. But I can perfectly assert myself if I need to. And also... How does a woman get to this place, you know, and that yeah. takes a while to, you know, where you can, with that same guy, you can say, you got the job, Buster, but if you, you know, <laughs> if you, um, you know, there'll be a, yeah, you'll get your, you know, you'll get your, um, what are they called, what are they called in a company where they do your, where they do this, um, and they, they check how you're doing and they, they monitor you. What is that? Maybe, I what don't is that? Know. It's like a performance performance review. There we go. Performance oh, review. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So you're almost going your performance review being six months and we see how you do. You know? <laughs> You've got to keep it on um, your toe on on their toes, haven't you? Yeah, but the, the, this mm. is the thing and this is the trap a lot of women fall into because of the conditioning. Because they're right. conditioned, you know, to believe that if you're just a, a good girl, if you're a nice girl, I get this so much. Dimitri, I'm such a good person. I'm so caring. I'm oh, so lovely. I hear you know, this all the time as well. You hear that as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. You know, and 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 then and then this guy, you know, we went out for a while. Um, we had we had great sex, and then he left me. And I'm like, or you know, I was seeing this guy, and I was doing everything for him, mm-hmm. and, and and I was so caring, and I'd listen to him, and he doesn't respect me. Yeah, and that's the trap they fall into. Some women fall, a lot of women fall into, where no, you have to develop the skill uh, to protect yourself, the fierceness, and then you can let the guy come in and, and protect you, and you can sit back and relax. But why don't they respect men? I ha- not all men, I have to say. But I have another friend actually, and she right. is a classic for this. Of well, she's actually yeah. divorcing. Her husband, right. Um, right. yeah, um, because she said, I gave him everything, I gave him my life, and I gave him children, and I gave him money, and I gave him love, and I gave him sex, wow. and every wanted, and everything I gave him, and oh. he still went. 
and he well, didn't respect me, she said. And he yeah. actually, the more nicer she was to him, mm. I don't know whether this was just one of those things, he wasn't nice to her. He mm. um, didn't treat her very yeah. well. What is that? That's a bad, you know, I think it's human nature. Uh-huh. I mean, it's human nature mm. that, um, you know, it's if you don't command respect, uh, and if you don't yes. test somebody, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and and um, I find women do that as well. A lot of women do that. They give. I mean, men do it as well. It's not just you know, men do it as well. But you know, um, because women have the have the feminine, the caring side to them. You know, they become you become mothers and that. So the, the the mothering thing is there, isn't it? The caring thing is, yes. and that it's in you. Yeah, yeah it's inbuilt. Yeah. Um, what I find a lot of women don't don't check. They don't, you know, so you meet a guy, mm. you you know, uh, it's got to be 50-50 relationships. Another one of my, uh, one of my kind of things is relationships only work when it's 50-50. Mm. Give 50, I get 50. Yeah? yeah. So if you're giving, if you, if you meet a guy and you start giving uh, 70 and then increase it to 90 by the sounds of your friend, you know, and then you, mm. then you go to 160, um, you give, give, give. You haven't checked whether the other person is going to reciprocate. Um, it's human nature for, for, for people to, um, a lot of, a lot of men, a lot of people will take advantage of you. You know, you're setting yourself up in a way to be taken advantage of. It's know? sad, isn't it? But it's very true. It's sad. It's sad, but it's true. Yeah. I mean, um, so, this is when I talk about, well, you give a bit, you do a test. You give a little bit, you know, yeah. you see how he's doing. Oh, he's just responding well. Then if he doesn't give anything, you sit back, you watch. Okay, this guy doesn't give back. Mm-hmm. Right? Then you can either give a bit more, give him a second chance, give a bit more. Oh, he still doesn't give back. Oh, wow, great. Here we go. Uh, and then you say, and then you bring it up. You go, you know what? I gave you two sweeties. And you ate them both, <laughs> and you were smiling, yeah. and you and you turned around and walked off. Mm. You didn't even say thank you. Mm. Or you said thank you, but didn't offer me back my two, two sweeties at some point. And then you see what they do. Do they respond to that? Do they go, I'm really sorry, you know, I was brought up, um, I was very spoiled as a child, and my mummy spoiled me, whatever, and I, I haven't learned how to reciprocate love and give back, but I'm willing to try. Okay, then maybe you can give him another chance. But if he doesn't respond or gets mm. angry about it. Why, why are you questioning me? Well, then you know that that guy's got to go. Or that person's got to go. You don't really want them in your, whether it's a friendship circle, whether it's a relationship, do you? Maybe? Well, this is very wise, actually, Dimitri, because I could yeah. now put that on so many levels with so many people that I know, including myself, yeah. because I have a little tendency, I have to say, that I give yeah. people the benefit of the doubt and I put it and this is just with friends and family now that I'm talking Mm -hmm. about is although it could be even people you know I don't know it could be plumbers and electricians and what have you I always like to see yeah I like to see the good in people and you know we were talking Mm -hmm. earlier and maybe it's my I don't know ideal world sort of sunglasses that I've got on all the time but I um, have learned the hard way that that's not the way it is in life. Because when you give, and it's not about giving to receive, but you can't let people not respect you. I think this is the key thing that you've made a really good point. 
if yeah. you don't respect yourself, no one else is going to do it. No, and, and the psychological side to that, Mimi, is that what I say to you, you know, mm. clients I work with or in workshops or if I'm giving a talk is that it's not, it's also what you, where you end up, you know, uh, because what's going to happen, you know, if the power struggle, if the power, the, the power thing is not, uh, 50 50, mm. if it becomes 70 30, the person who's in the 30% range is going to start feeling down about themselves, is going to start feeling used, is going to start, you start feeling bad, yeah? And then it's red. And then how do you look at yourself in the mirror and actually explain to your self-esteem what you're doing? Mm-hmm. You know, so a conflict then will start inside you, um, which then leads to um, you possibly becoming passive-aggressive. You know, then you might say something to the person in an indirect way or it comes out sideways and then they're like, well, what, what's wrong with you, you know? Yeah. Um, but you're the one that's in the right. But because you know what I mean, and I you end up. So, so maybe you yeah. So so it has it has it has well-being implications uh, in terms of how you feel inside. You know, we also know about all the psychosomatic stuff. So you don't really want to be letting taking yourself down that road. It's not a pleasant road to go down. You know, it isn't. Um, it isn't at all. But actually, what you said is so important, Amy. That actually a lot of aware of it it happens so quickly sometimes and this is why on day one also um or when i'm looking one to one in the workshop we mm. always do assertiveness comes after conditioning and i do a i do an actual exercise with personal space where i get people to i say can you for example show me where your personal space is draw a line and then the, and then the other person has to walk into the person's space and you'll be surprised it's on the women's workshop uh, a lot of the women will say, no, no, I'm assertive to meet you. I'm fine. I don't need this. Yeah, I tell people off. <laughs> and I say, well, do you mind still doing the exercise? No, 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 I'm fine. I say, come and do the exercise. Just do it for me. <laughs> and they come up and they do it. And the person can walk right into their space and they don't even become aware of it. Oh, my and then I say, I say, And I say, look at the line. You know, for example, if it's, you know, I say, I say, Mary, look at the line. And they go, Oh my God, yeah, where is the line? Oh yeah, you're right, yeah, oh my God. You know, some end up walking backwards, you know, so they, they, as, as the person walks towards it, you know, I mean, so it's like, it's really interesting, uh, how confident we think we are and how confident we actually are. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what That's I mean? Yeah, yeah, so. I mean, we might, you know, it's always the case. It's, it's important how, how we see ourselves, but I mean, you know, you might think, you know, you look like a flamenco dancer when you're dancing, but in fact, that's not really yes. the case, is it? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot but I'll give you an example. When I look at myself in the mirror, I always I look at myself and I go, wow, Dimitri, you're so gorgeous, <laughs> you know. And for a few seconds, I think I'm Brad Pitt, but I, I know I'm not good looking as Brad Pitt, but I mean, you know, so it's, it's like, it's that kind of thing. It's like, yeah, it's... um. But it's good to think good about work. yourself, isn't it? This is it's, it's, oh. not, it's not about not feeling good because you know that the, the friend of mine who's getting divorced. Again, well, I'm going. To, you're going to tell us about your fierce feminine workshops because I am really interested in that because as soon as she ended it with her husband, right. she had a different image, and she said, "Now I am going to be really feminine." I said, "But right. weren't you feminine anyway?" No, I wasn't. But now I feel my femininity. And I thought, that 
the part I didn't understand because I thought, yeah, but you are a lady, you are a female. How are you not feeling it? And suddenly that he's left, you're mm. feeling feminine again. What is that? Is that part of reclaiming back that feminine energy? What is this? Tell us about this fierce feminine and what you teach the women. So the um, the the reclaiming the feminine, yeah, beautiful. So what that's about is about um, being able to be in a space where you feel powerful. In what way? The, the feminine tools are very powerful uh, if you can allow yourself to. Um, to to embrace them but like i said before many first stages mm. conditioning we need to understand our conditioning we need to let go of stuff um and see what we're feeling after that you know um a lot of women in the workshops feel their anger afterwards they feel anger about what's happened to them or you know how they've taken on society's mm. viewpoints about things and all family stuff so first of that then we build we use the anger and we build up we build up the fierce you know and then we turn it into assertiveness so that's first once that's done okay mm-hmm. um it then becomes about then, then women will naturally just fall into their feminine and they start feeling more sensual, they're more confident, then they can experiment with that part of themselves and, and become, you know, they, they suddenly, they, they realize they're intuitive, they're quite intuitive, they start using that. That becomes a very strong tool which a woman needs to fine-tune and be with because that guides her, that's like a relationship guide, it's the men guide, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, that, that, it's that compass, you know, what kind of guy is this, you know, is he a mommy's boy, is he a player? You know, is he That's a, uh, you know. yeah, is he an emotional, uh, kind of a distant guy? Mm. You know, there's different types of men. Um, and then the, the big one with femininity is the sensuality to be able to be in her central. So women want to feel that because then they feel themselves. When they're in their feminine, they, they, they feel themselves. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So your friend obviously was probably in a marriage and she probably had lost her feminine. Uh, she had lost that feeling because, you know, in a marriage, you know, you've got to work hard, you've got to work really hard to to bring back the magic, you know, bring back the passion. So that's, you know, so maybe, or maybe she realized she was with a guy she didn't want to be with, her husband it wasn't working anymore, and then that, you know, did not allow her to be in a feminine. So as soon as she comes out of a marriage, she starts feeling very, very herself and very feminine. The question is, how does she maintain that feminine? How is how how, yeah, it? Yeah. How do you maintain it? Well, she, she you know, she she needs to maybe build up is she is she quite assertive or is she what Not is she at like all. With, she's a complete with, doormat. Okay, doormat, there's the word. Okay. That yeah. magic word, doormat, yeah. yeah. I love that word. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So she's gonna have to do the work on the other side first. She she needs to go back to working on the assertive. Yeah. Mm. Otherwise what will happen is that if she's just in this feminine place and there's nothing to protect the feminine, the first guy that's kind of the first player that she might come along, the first guy that's quite seductive and charming and just wants to maybe have sex with her and have a good time, uh, he's going to be able quite easily to get her in, you know, to, to get what he wants from her. Yeah, that's happened. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Also, Mimi, I mean, the some girl, also part of the feminine is also the intuition side. Very yes. important. You know, mm. and and that stops uh, uh, helps women hold back from getting swept off her feet, you know, and getting swept into something that's powerful, 
it might be a man that she's very attracted to, but the, the, the intuition is what holds her back. It's like, well, hang on, this guy, is he really into me? Does he really want me? What do I want? If I want a relationship mm. and this guy just wants to have fun and I don't question that and stop things and say, hang on, boy, hang on, hang on, hang on, let's have a look here. <laughs> you know, and uh, it sounds like you want to have a lot of fun, don't you? Yeah, and you have a lot of fun with quite a few ladies. Yeah, well, I'm not that kind of girl. You want me? You're going to have to put a bit of, bit of work in. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's that kind of thing. Um, yeah. And Dimitri, your workshop. How yes. well you do several, don't you? You do also a true masculine one. I do. I've done less of those, but I'm now starting to focus uh, on those two. I ran one recently. Funny enough, now with the whole coronavirus thing, I had somebody mm. from the members club approach me, and. Uh, I did one for the men. Um, it was quite interesting, the male workshop. How did that go? Very different to the female workshop. You know, with women, we can really get into um, a lot of stuff and deeper stuff and more emotional stuff. It was interesting. I think a lot of the men, um, uh, yeah, there were... I actually did a talk. Let me take you back a bit. I did a talk at the UK Dating Fair uh, this um, last year. Mm-hmm. And I did, there were about 60 men in the room and I did a talk. And um, um, what I found is that a lot of the men uh, were actually felt quite intimidated by women. I mean, they they didn't quite know how to, how to, how to be with them, how to be themselves around, uh, around um, women. And they would go into this kind of trying to, not quite controlled, trying to deal with it in a way that's quite, you know, I'm, I'm a man, I'm quite like, uh, and a lot of the times what they wanted to do more was go into a more kind of still confidence, like a um, kind of softer confidence, you know, where you can just be uh, opposite a woman, talk to her, see how beautiful she is, see how lovely, dynamic she is, but be with that, you mm-hmm. know. And then, you know, and just hold back a bit and talk and let your personality come through. Um, a lot of the men get quite nervous. Um, so my work there is to help them find a more true confidence of what it means to be a man, you know, and that, that vulnerability is okay. It's okay to get it wrong. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to, you know, not live up to this prototype, which for men is, is big. It's really big, you know. And men feel shame easily if they don't fit into these these stereotypes. Um, so yeah, that's the work I'm doing around that. So I'm going to be doing more men workshops. Um, I think as soon as things settle down with the virus, um, as I said to you before, I'm, I'm not too keen on the whole do workshops on Skype because I, I need two three days. Um, but I might do a few. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, that, I mean. It adapting to the times so to speak as we've all had to what can yeah, you do yeah. but once hopefully it settles to wherever it's going to settle um then you will be doing um actual physical workshops and how yeah, many days yeah. are are the workshops um dimitri um what i do is i start with a two-day workshop what i've done up to now is a two-day workshop on the weekend mm-hmm. um and then what I say to the um, participants, I say, you know, this, you're going to have to work on this. It doesn't happen in a weekend, you know. So I suggest, uh, I strongly advise and say, that do do the next three follow-up workshops. Um, those are important. 
I also add to the mix, once you've done those, if mm-hmm. you do three to six sessions of one-to-one, also important. Um, but it's different for everyone, you know. Some some people um, do the workshop um, and they're okay. Usually I found that the work is most effective when they've done the workshop uh, and the three follow-up sessions, maybe. That's when, you know, because then they come back, they see that they, they start using the concepts, they start putting them into action, they come back. And we can uh, fill in the gaps. And there's something, there's a good base, isn't there? A good foundation to work for. Exactly, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because a good base and foundation, yeah. Um, And do you see a huge difference, Dimitri, of when, for example, we'll talk about the fierce feminine because you've done more of those. Is there a difference in the women once they've done this workshop and done the one-to-one can can you actually see a huge change yes yes there is there's a massive change i mean um uh you know i think there've been workshops where on day two i just feel when they come into their into their energy into their feminine energy and uh it's incredible you know uh you just feel them they, they they're glowing they um yes yeah, i can feel it yeah, and it's, it's it's such an honor to have done that work with them. You know, it must be amazing oh, for you that you've now, you know set in a way oh, set somebody free to be who they really are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've guided them, you know, and, and mm. they do the work, and yeah, no, it is. It's a beautiful feeling. Um, it's really satisfying. It's a beautiful work. Now, I want to ask you, and I, I always wonder this. Do you use your techniques that you teach other people in your life? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, techniques, yeah. I, I work on myself a lot. Uh, uh, I do, I, I chant. Um, I have Reiki done on me. Uh, I've done a lot of personal development myself. You know what I mean? To become a psychotherapist, you have to do loads of therapy anyway. Uh, yeah, so I, I constantly do work on myself. And what is the, uh, because I know you said to me earlier that you do chanting and meditation, and what sort of things does the chanting um, involve? Well, chanting is it's a Buddhist, uh, it's a national Buddhist type practice that you chant Nami or Renge Kyo, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it, it helps you to, to change your karma, as the Buddhists say, and to reach your unlimited potential as a human being. Um, which is fantastic. So, so like when I chant, I sit there and then I can, you know, I say, you know, now with the book that I'm writing, you know, I want to get going with the book. And so what you would chant is that the book, uh, I write the book in a way mm. that, um, you know, that I'm inspired to write a book that's going to affect and change the lives of as many women out there as possible. Uh, saying that I do the true masculine book, you know, that that, that book is going to get out there and it's going to, affect and change the lives of all the men. You know, so I'm kind of in accordance with with the books written in a way that it, it does that, it gets out and it, it adds to my great goal and mission of, you know, of, of helping people in that way. So this book, what's it going to be about and when is it going to be complete? Uh, that's, that, that, now you got me. Or is that the $64 million uh, yeah. question, so to speak? Uh, I... <laughs> I've done all. I've done the chapter headings and I've written um, the outline um, and one of the chapters. So I just need to, yeah, I, 
I'm hoping, uh, depending on how much work I have, and I'm setting aside time now, mm. I'm hoping that by the end of this year, that book will will be will come out. That's what I want. Wow. The Fierce Feminine one, yeah. The yeah. Fierce Feminine. And that's going to be a little bit about what we spoke about. And what else? A, a, a lot, it's about what we spoke about, and mm. there's going to be case studies in, case studies of women that are going to, uh, that have agreed to allow me to to use their material and discuss their journeys mm-hmm. uh, on how they actually um, went from seeing me uh, to now married, uh, some have children, um, others are in relationships that they wanted to be in, you know, how they ended up with um, the man that they wanted to be with. That's kind of what it's going to be wonderful. about. How wonderful, how yeah, wonderful. A little bit like exciting. a fairy godfather. Very Godfather, yeah, <laughs> uh, but in the real world. Yes. <laughs> My first workshop, I actually called it Prince Charming. I called it. It was called Relationships in Reality: Prince Charming in the Real World. Oh, that was uh, it's funny. You, yeah, you said it about the reality of the real world. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Absolutely, I I love what you do, Dimitri. Because thank you, Mimi. You thank know, you. you know, we were speaking earlier. You know, and. There is such a power to being who you really are and allowing this beautiful river of intuition and, I don't know, it's this river of life that each one of us has been given separately, but somehow we belong to this huge ocean, ultimately, don't we, of humanity. That's my feeling as well. That's a lovely mm. way to put it. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful way to put it, yeah. We're all in, yeah, and we kind of... You know, and each river goes into the ocean mm. and we all kind of feel all the other rivers. It's, it's essentially, yeah, yeah. And unless I'm okay, you can't be okay and vice versa because we have yeah. to all somehow raise our vibrational frequency to be able to allow this momentum, this river, to reach its final destination so we all have to work together somehow. So that's why well, what you do is amazing. Well, it's also very much, you know, it's, uh, you know, the initial bidders talk about, um, you know, uh, our own personal human revolution, you know, and how it's, it's linked to everybody else. The more we work to empower others uh, through our goal, through, through our mission, then, then, you know, it comes back to us. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So it's 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 a it's an interesting one, but they very much the chanting is to link up to that whole system, you know, to link up to your higher self, and then to the higher selves of everybody else in this collective unconscious. And 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 incredible things happen. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, it was through the chanting this year that I I kind of um, actually made my first short film, which I I thought was going to be oh, I've got all the stuff that I'm doing. Already, um, yes. you know, amazing stuff. And, uh, and, and then, uh, somehow in all that, I, I managed to 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 shoot this film and get the people together, and you know that you know what that's like. You, <sighs> oh my god! So yeah. And then I made this film about intimacy, um, and I hope it's 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 what I intended it to be. <laughs> uh, my editor's just doing the final coloring. Oh, then, okay. So it's not. Is it going to be released? Um, it's it's going to go to the festivals. Yeah. Um, What's it called? Are we allowed to know? Yeah, it's called No Exit. No Exit. Okay. It's about a, you know, 
Yeah. What is it about? Tell us a little bit. Well, about it, it. It, it's about a couple um, that uh, I wanted to look at intimacy through a couple and how. So this couple, um, they end up deciding that the that they deal with the intimacy in different ways. So the the, um, the female wants to get married. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know get to that point in the relationship but she hasn't quite she's not quite sure uh, about are they truly intimate um, but she's not aware really that and the guy uh, he also wants to he, he wants to kind of he's not sure either so what he what he what he suggests um, is to bring in a third person so they're bringing a third person into the relationship and um, they decide to experiment um, and what happens is they then they all three have an experience where they're all they're all changed, and then they they realise where they really are in the relationship. Oh, so okay, okay, yeah. And what, what they bring in a third person, a male or a female? Uh, they bring in a female. And what it, they're in the females involved with them intimately. Yeah, intimate. Well, they, they attempt to be intimate. They want to explore that, but it it, it all goes wrong. It all goes very wrong. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's called No Exit. No Exit, yeah. And it's coming out yeah. when? Well, it's going to be sent to the festival. So as soon as uh, it's, it's finished, it's actually finished now. The, so it's, it's edited. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the, it's just the, some of the sound design left to do. And then we're going to send it to, there's a festival doctor who's going to take it and send it to the festivals. Wow. Um, yeah, well, quite, it's look, I mean, look at how first, much wonderful attempt. things you're doing. It's amazing. Well, yeah. <laughs> is, that to keep you, is that to keep you out of mischief, Dimitri? Uh, it's not what it is. I think I, I just feel very, um, I need to be doing stuff. I, you know, I need to mm. feel productive, you know. It's kind yeah. of, uh, yeah, uh, I just feel, I feel great when I'm productive. And, uh, yeah, and it's just things I want to accomplish. You know, you have things you want to do. You want to do, you want to get done, and then, you know, I think if human beings had their had their own way, we'd all be sitting on a beach somewhere sipping cocktails, you know. Um, we do have, you know, for that, the things that I want to do so are important. So, and are these things, Dimitri, things that are deeply connected to you? Is there yeah. is there there must be a reason, of course, but what is the reason that you want to make a difference? Um, well, I, because, uh, you know, I think the, the whole universe is, uh, is based on an energy, which I think is a love energy, you know, that, that that's what the whole, you know, the energy in, in around us and everywhere is about love. And, and, and I think that's how we feel fulfilled as human beings is when we give. And for me, that's quite strong. So, so within our purpose, you know, uh, yeah, I think that's just that's how how it is for me. That's you know, there's a spiritual kind of thing. It's a bit of a spiritual thing. Like, um, that's the way I'm wired, I suppose. So, you know, that that is. It's just like I think I think we all here in my way. My my we all here to do something. We all here to reach out for potential and reach out for potential by affecting the lives of others. You know, in a positive, beautiful way, and that's my that's how I feel about it. So. Um, I mean, irrespective of whatever job you do, I think if you're doing it with that in mind, 
you know, you are doing something amazing. Whatever it is that we're doing, I think if we're doing yeah, it with, with purpose, I think. With purpose, yeah, yeah, yeah. If everyone is, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, but of course, it's also understanding that we are humans and we have our frailties and we have our, and then we, we've got to keep working on it, you know, and you got, and, and part of, part of getting your thing out there is you've got to work, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't just come to you, you know, you know that, I mean, you know, it's, you've got to, you know, like with your, with your podcast you're doing, you know, it, it takes work. It's, it doesn't just happen. I think everything worthwhile, Dimitri, um, anything that you do in life, it takes dedication. If you want it to be successful, not talking even monetary, in any, in any way, you know, even mm. if it's on a, on a goal for a spiritual purpose, it doesn't matter, even with chanting or meditation or prayers, whatever it is, it takes discipline. And yeah. you know, it, one, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't come easy, as they say. No, no. But I've often found I don't know about you that what comes easy isn't really worth it. It's what comes with difficulty is really the real treasures of life. Mm. Well, no, I'll give you an example on on the film set when, mm. when we when we we shot this film was so interesting because. Uh, uh, the script, I mean, the, the parts were quite precarious. The, 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 the parts that I wrote were difficult. The, it was a difficult film. You know, I'm being a psychotherapist. I'm going to write something. It's quite deep. It's very layered. So um, everybody was saying, oh, you know, the film's going to come out great. And actually, uh, one of the lead actresses in the film, she had such a transformation just playing the character she played. Uh, I remember after the after the movie, she came up to me and she said, "Guess what? I just broke up with my boyfriend." She was telling me about him before. I don't like him. He doesn't respect me, you know. And and then and, and all my friends, you know. So she actually had a massive breakthrough, and then she, you know, now she's gone on. She's she, she she's she's lost weight. She, you know, she's 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 got a new job in the theatre. It's fantastic, you know. So I thought, wow, you know. Because, you know, you think, oh, yeah, I want the film to be good and this and that. But actually, it's not about that, you know. It was actually people had, people transformed on the set. So I thought, wow, that's interesting, you know. Anything, um, it's anything that you become part of somehow becomes a little bit part of you, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, like you said, we, we were, but, but people worked hard on set. We did, we did, you know, we did long days and, mm. long, you know, so... And, and, and doing and, and getting all that and putting everything into place for that to happen, I think that was it was hard work. You know? um, is it something that you've always wanted to do, Dimitri? Is to be a filmmaker as well? Um, the, I, you know what I, I I was initially aware that I loved psychology and I loved people and I was interested in, and I wanted to, to understand everything about people and psychology and how things work and. And then uh, the acting came, actually, people would say to me, you know, Dimitri, you should try some acting, you know, you're quite funny and this and that. But, you know, people say things to you and you're like, you are, yeah, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was during my training as a psychotherapist, actually, where we got into a lot of, you know, where I explored myself a lot more because you have to, you know, you've got to go to the de- the, the edge of the earth, the depths of the earth and back, you know. It's like a, and uh, that's where I realized I'd really like, to be able at some point to express myself through that medium and my ideas and stuff. So, yeah, um, that's kind of how I became more aware of it. Um, 
And uh, yeah, now it's about doing all the other stuff and making it happen. But it still has the same thread going through it, isn't it? It's about helping people rediscover themselves and... Yes. Mm. Yeah, hopefully, you know, people will watch the the film and uh, they'll be able to relate to one of the characters and have an experience. That's if we've got it right. Uh, that's if it all works. I'm sure. I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have to come I'm, back again when it comes out, and it's at all. Yeah, yeah. That'd be lovely. Yeah, we can talk about the film. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's the same thread that runs through it. It's, um, I hope people say to me, "Oh, Dimitri, that film made me think." That's what I said to the director when I. Mm. Speaking to Katya, she's a, um, a Dutch filmmaker and she directed it. And, uh, uh, and she said, Dimitri, what do you want to do with this? And I said, well, I, I want people to see it and, and, and say to me, you know, okay, great. I really thought about this. I thought about that. I thought about my own relationship. Or I thought about intimacy. Or I thought about... Uh, and, you know, if five people come and ask me that, then I'll be happy. You know, it's a result for me. You know, that's kind of, yeah. But I don't know, Mimi. We'll have to see when it comes well, out. We you know? have it's... to see. We have to. See. Are you actually in it, Dimitri? I'm in it. Yeah, I'm in it. Oh, yeah. are you the main character? Uh, the the male is the male, and yeah, uh, yeah, I'm one of the. There's three main characters. Yeah, there's three. The two women oh, and the man. Well, yeah. Now we have to see this. Are, are we able to get? Uh, you're going to have to send me something. I'm not sure I should have mentioned it today. I'm not sure. <laughs> No, no, no. I trust myself. <laughs> oh no! Uh, well, you know uh, what would happen if you did. So, um, <laughs> I'm go- I, I'd like a preview, of course, a preview that you can send to me. You know, like a premiere. Is it a premiere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, um, would love to do that, and I'd love to have you back on to talk about it and tell us, of yeah. course, how it goes and about your film and. And as we come to the end, I mean, I am so grateful. Thank you so much for coming on today. It has been so interesting. And I could have a thousand more questions for you because... Yeah, we could go for a while. We we could, we could. Um, And that's why I'd love, you know, please do come again um, and share much more of your wisdom and the things that you're doing because it's such an interesting subject. Well, thank you so much for having me and giving me this this, this space to talk and, and talk about things that I that I love doing and uh, that make me very happy. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I'd love to come back. Wonderful, wonderful. We'll, we will arrange it. Now, I always ask my guests at the end. Firstly, okay. though, where can people um, contact you and also find out more about the workshops, the fierce feminine, and the true masculine? And I know that you do boot camps and other workshops mm. and one-to-one coaching. Where can people get hold of you? So I think the best place to get hold of me is on my on my website, uh, which is um, www.dimitriraftcounseling.com. Uh, they can read there. There's a section for women, for men, for couples. Uh, they can read what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, if they Google Dimitri Raftopoulos, it'll come up my my website. Uh, and then there's a page on Facebook that I have called The Relationship Revolution, where the workshops are on there um, for women, for men. They can look at that as well. There's uh, testimonials, um, 
from women who have done the workshop in the past and how they found it and what what has changed their lives. Um, yeah, there's those two. Um, and you and, do one to yeah. one coaching as well, don't you? Yes, I do. I do. I do one to one. I do one to one um, on the phone therapy. or in person. I mean, I don't know well, now it, how it works. Everything, everything, everything's on Skype now. Maybe with the coronavirus. Oh, is um, it? Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, okay. everything's gone online. So um, until you know, further until um, until things further notice. Okay. Yeah. So they can get hold of me if they want to through my website or through my email, dimitrikounselor mm-hmm. um, at gmail dot com if they want to. I will put a link anyway, as I said to you, so that people can get hold of you and um, find out more about the work that you do and, you know, if they want to become clients, etc. Now, as we come to the end, I always say this, what advice, Dimitri, and, Uh you know, words of wisdom would you give to the listeners out there that have helped you in your life? Uh, I would say that um, this is a journey, this life that we're living is a journey that, that we have chosen this life that we're living, if we can use that, that metaphor, um, that if you can take accountability in that way and uh, realize that you're on a journey of self-love, um, but self-love doesn't just come with reading books and and, and just talking about stuff that find something, a practice, whether it's yoga, whether it's therapy, whether it's workshops, whether it's, I don't know what it is, and, and work on yourself. You know, don't be afraid to go into yourself and look at yourself and look at your shadow and look at what's there. Um, and, you know, because we all are dealt a hand of cards when we're born. No one has an easy childhood. Everyone's got issues. Uh, everyone's got stuff and, um, and it's okay. It doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes you human. Yeah. Um, so find something to work on yourself and don't be afraid to do that. You know, don't be afraid to look at your, your wounding and, and, and be with it. And, 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 you know, and, and you, you'll find that that'll actually liberate you and, um, you'll find strength in yourself that you thought you never had. Um, and your mission and and um, do something amazing that we're all ourselves are changed by you know um, oh. yeah and it'll and, and it'll bring out your potential you know which yeah so don't be afraid to look at yourself and go into yourself you know um, yeah that's what I would say to people that's what I've basically done and we should put that somewhere Dimitri it's such beautiful advice you know um, the journey of self-love. How how beautiful. Thank you for that, truly, because it is so precious, isn't it? So precious, yeah. yeah. So a lot of people blame themselves. You know, a lot, a lot of mm. a lot of people, you know, feel they they bad or they you know they're something bad. Or like you said initially as well, you were saying when you introduced the the, the podcast is, mm. you know, and it, it's 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 okay to be flawed. Basically, we all are, you know, mm. and. and and there's also a lot of beauty in there, but it's kind of, you know, we've got to clean out, polish the stone, you know, clean out the conditioning. And then that gem can come to the surface. Oh, how beautiful. 
I love what you do. You know I do. I, I, I really think it's, it's... You have been amazing today. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to learn to take this love. So you're giving me a lot of lovely art. So oh, you know, it's really heartfelt <laughs> because I think we need to tell people more about <clears throat> if we think what they do is amazing, if we think they are wonderful, we <clears throat> need to tell people that. People need to hear that, you know. I think they do. I think they really do. And that there's a, you know, there's a way to, to, um, you know, you can get to a place like for men, especially, you know, men can. There is a way to express yourself. There are people out there. There are professionals who will listen to you. Friends will listen to you if you open up and talk and and and, and just take that risk. I know some men feel very vulnerable about opening up and talking about themselves you know but if you take that step and you and you take a chance and, and just and just talk about your feelings give it a go you know um yeah it's be quite liberating um always good to do it with with a professional you know it's good to do someone who can really help and guide you uh so you can really learn how to do that and, and feel comfortable with it and you're happy aren't you dimitri for people to contact you Yes, of course. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All over the world, yeah. it doesn't matter because this goes out everywhere. So even okay. if you know you have someone I don't know from Timbuktu, or from the States, or from Australia, it doesn't matter because you can help anyone from any culture, which is yeah. an interesting um, thing that we spoke about. Earlier. Well, I mean, you know, living in London, you know, it's so multicultural. Mm. I mean, it's, it's mm. every it's every culture, every race, every you know. Everything. <laughs> everything, 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 and everyone. <laughs> oh, thank you again, Dimitri. It really, it You're has welcome. been a pleasure, and um, you know, I wish you all the very best with your thank film you, and your book thank and your you. workshops. You. And um, we ha we'll have to do a workshop together for sure. Yes, yes. Let's definitely talk about that. Yeah. You know, Corfu, lovely. You Corfu, know. yes, beautiful, beautiful Greece, beautiful Greece. Oh God, people. don't don't remind oh. me about the beaches of the sea. And, oh my God, oh, what are we gonna do? It's something, it's something to look forward to, isn't it? Oh uh, yes, yeah. Something so beautiful, beautiful to look the energy of the sea and like, oh God, I've so, never seen anything like it. I have to say, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's idyllic, yeah. idyllic. Yeah, you know, and having a coffee. And you know, have so you had the Greek coffee, the frappe? Oh, the I drink it every day, actually. Oh, really? Yes, oh, yes, <laughs> yes. I drink it every day, and I have it in the copper, um, you know, the copper coffee maker that you have. And um, oh, right, so you make the small, the, the, the coffee, yeah, the, the small coffee, ones, you? yes, the small really strong one, yeah, ones. That's the hot coffee, yeah, that's yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I do have that, and um, I have halwa as well, you know, the, with the pistachios. Oh, Yes, yeah. I'm in love oh with that God. since since childhood, actually, because oh my parents had Greek friends and they owned a shop, a Greek shop. Okay. And I would oh, have wow. all so things you know, Greek. Yes, I know there. it all. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, you know, it's uh, Greece is very close to my Gotta heart. Do it. Oh, thank you so much. And... I, you, you know, I wish you a beautiful life, whatever you do. And I'm sure you are making a huge difference, Dimitri, to people and continue Thank shining you. that light of yours. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. And um, we'll speak soon. Talk soon. Okay, then. Bye. 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 Dimitri Raftopoulos. 
a fascinating subject and an absolutely fascinating guest. I am so intrigued really by so many things in life and I now have the privilege, especially on this podcast series, to share with you some of the wonderful people that I know and some of the wonderful guests that come on. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me today. I wish you all very beautiful moments. Until the next time, take care and lots of love. Thank you for listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life, brought to you by your host, Mimi Novik. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and see you in the next episode. For more information about Mimi Novik and her books, music and inspirational work, take a look at her website, www.miminovic.co.uk.